How personal is Scripture to you? You know, as we've been going through our Life Verse Discipleship Conversation Series, we've been looking at the verses from Psalm 119, verses 111 to 114. Well, as we approach this third conversation in this series, I began to meditate on and think specifically about verses 113b to 114, which say, I love your law. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. You know, with this verse, I began asking and thinking about the questions that are a part of every single one of our discipleship conversation series. And those four W's, those four questions are word, why, what, worship. God, what are you saying to me through your word? God, why does what you're saying to me through this scripture matter? God, what else does your word have to say about this? And then worship God, how do you want me to respond to you with this truth? As I was turning those questions over in my mind and meditating on the words of Psalm 119 verses 113 and 114, I got out my computer and I started typing out some of my thoughts for both the discipleship conversation and this podcast. Unbeknownst to me, simultaneously, my husband was getting a very, very difficult phone call. This was happening at the same time. And when he got home, I put down my computer and I went over to him to say hello. And he told me what he was finding out, even as I was beginning to really meditate on this verse that says, you are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Truth is, all of us have these moments in life that bring extremely hard situations. And in this particular moment, for me, the voices, well, they began to speak. The voices of anger, the voices of worry and anxiety and stress. But then, at the same time, there was the voice of God telling me from this week's scripture verse that He is my hiding place and my shield, and that I can find hope in His word. Right then and there, in that next step of my life journey, there was that moment of that daily decision about whose voice will be loudest in my life. This happens for all of us. At every juncture in life, we have the opportunity to find out who we're going to listen to. We have the opportunity to decide whether or not We're going to let scripture be personal in our lives. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams. I've been serving alongside my husband in ministry ever since we first got married 28 years ago. We've been serving, leading Vanguard Church ever since we started it 25 years ago. And I am so grateful and blessed that I get to lead the Family Disciple Me ministry, which is now over four years old. In all this time, I've seen the enemy, the enemy of our souls, the enemy of God, seek to do exactly what Jesus said he would do. He has come to steal, kill, and destroy. 
He does not want to see God's kingdom come. He does not want to see God's will be done. He does not want to see churches grow or ministries have a deep and far impact. He doesn't want to see families mentored. He doesn't want to see kids discipled. He doesn't want to see the next generation raised up for Jesus. So he attacks. He attacks me. He attacks my husband. He attacks people who take a stand in Jesus' name. He attacks you as you seek to be a godly person who lives for Jesus. He attacks your family as you seek to raise up the next generation to live for the Lord. Sometimes these attacks are very physical. They're very tangible. They're very real. But always these attacks are between our two ears and connected to our heart. The enemy will send every kind of voice that he can. The voice of discouragement, the voice of fear, the voice of anger, the voice of anxiety, the voice of desiring control. He'll send people's voices to discourage us and make us afraid and torture us or speak lies about us, not to mention all the lies to us. This enemy will gladly send voices to destroy our sleep, destroy our courage, destroy our resolve. But here's the thing, friend, and this is really, really important to remember. We each get to choose whose voice we will listen to. God speaks, and he speaks to us through his word. So as we talk about having a life verse, this isn't just about God's word. This is about God's word to me and God's word to you because he is a personal God. And in this discipleship conversation series, the push for a life verse is bottom line about taking scripture personally. Now, there is not a scriptural command to find a life verse but all of scripture is full of verses about us receiving God's word and believing it and making it personal to our lives. And the thing, in my opinion, about a life verse is that it compels us to search for what God has to say to us individually. So how is God speaking through his word to you? How is he encouraging you? How is he helping you through his word Today, I think the practice of each of us finding a life verse and framing it in our lives, as we've talked about in the past two discipleship conversations, I think that this helps us work this out and practice it and bring it into our individual realities that God has something to say to each of us. Thing is, I really think this is hard for some of us to believe or even understand that the God of the universe would speak to us personally and so timely through his word is something we can't even imagine. So we don't worry about searching for his voice. Instead, we do the easier things like getting out our phones and scrolling through social media or reading what everybody has to say on Facebook or tuning into your favorite podcast, which may or may not be reiterating what God's voice is trying to speak to you, or maybe just completely zoning out and listening to the voices on TV because that's easiest. 
I'm not saying all these things are bad, but if they are our predominant voices that we listen to, then we've missed something that's so amazing and incredible that the God of the universe takes time for you and for me. When we don't listen to his voice, this is what I've found, because I know this is true in my own life. When I don't make that choice to listen to God's voice more than all the other voices, well, then there comes that time that I go to bed. And the demons that stalk us during the day, well, they really can hold us captive at night. They can keep us awake with their voices of fear and worry and discouragement and dread and anxiety and a thousand other negative things. But there's a better way. There's a better way for all of us who have a relationship with Jesus. And it is to listen to the voice of God. The practice of having a life verse teaches me that God is as close as a whisper. I find myself thinking, he said that to me back then, so what is he going to say to me now? So for me personally, whereas Philippians 1, 20 and 21 is my overarching life verse, right now, today, quite honestly, this week's verse in this discipleship conversation is the one that's in my life that I am choosing to focus on and claim and cling to and, and believe in and find hope in. It speaks to the core of my soul that God is my refuge. He's my hiding place. The scripture, it helps me breathe. And you know what else? Because God always affirms his word in multiple ways when we choose to listen to his voice. Yesterday morning, I awakened and I got a text from a friend who has no idea what's going on in my life. And she texted me a verse of scripture that absolutely corresponds with and reinforces these words of Psalm 119 verses 113 and 114 that I'm meditating on. That's just how good God is that he speaks. And then he clarifies his voice and he reinforces his voice. And he says it again to encourage us if we'll choose to listen to him. However, I'm not sure that all of us have experienced God's word personally, or even realized that it is this personal. What's more, I don't think that very many at all in the next generation have. This past few weeks, I've had the opportunity to be around various young people besides my own kids and talk to them. Those who are believers, I decided to ask about their devotional life and time in God's word and and meaningful scriptures to them. And quite honestly, I mostly got blank stares. And this is where I think the older generation of believers has possibly missed it with the next generation. We've told them the rules of scripture. We've told them the commands of scripture. Perhaps we've told them the lifestyles or the the character of scripture. And all that's really important. This is good and right. And this is what discipleship is about. Because Jesus said to teach all of my commandments. But I wonder if we've forgotten to tell the next generation about the personal voice of God in and through Scripture. Maybe that's because we've never experienced it personally, or maybe that's because we just didn't know 
to tell. Thing is, when we seek God and ask Him to speak to us through His Word, He will. He promises it. You know, as I walk through, as the Song of Ascent says, the highlands and the heartaches of my own life, I'm so thankful God's voice is right here calling me to listen and to pay attention. When I got the news Kelly gave me, I must admit, I was mortified. Every negative voice possible began to scream in my ears. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one experiencing that. I'm pretty sure you do, and I'm pretty sure the next generation does too. But simultaneously, In that moment of my life, because I'd been in God's word, I heard God say to me, I am your hiding place. I am your shield. You can hope in my word. So you know what? That's what I've decided to do. The enemy can whisper. He can yell. He can scream. He can bombard me with all of his voices. He can try to knock me down. He can try to destroy. He can try to steal and kill. He can speak all the lies he wants. But I'm just stubborn enough to let him know he can go back to where he came from. And I'm going to listen to the Lord my God. What about you? What about you? Are you putting into practice the intimate, personal nature of God's word? Are you listening to him? Are you incorporating a life verse or putting into practice simply a verse for today? And for all of us, for you, for me, are we talking about this to the next generation? As our kids come to us, are we speaking into them the truth of scripture? Are we encouraging them to learn to hear God's voice through scripture themselves? Just recently, my senior in high school came to me and said, I need to have a senior quote to put in the yearbook. And of course, there's a gazillion song lyrics or quotes that any teenager or any senior can use. But I said to her, what about scripture? What is God saying to you? And it led to an amazing conversation about a life verse and her finding a meaningful passage of scripture that she could put in that place, both as a testimony to others and as a reminder to herself. You know, for all of the kids in our lives, this Discipleship Conversation series has reminded me of what an incredible opportunity you have and I have to speak scripture over our kids so that whether they have their own life verse or not, or whether they have a special verse to them or not, we can speak and claim a life verse, a scripture over them, whether that's for this year, this month, or for their entire life. Remember, a life verse can be a scripture that's a prayer, a praise, a proclamation, a promise, or a passion. There's so many different ways that a life verse can apply to your life, my life, and the lives of those entrusted to us and around us. So friend, let's lean into this. As the title of this discipleship conversation says, let's focus it on our lives. Oh Lord God, may you speak to us, each one of us through your word, Holy Spirit, would you guide us into all truth, showing us things to come. Jesus, thank you that you are the living word. 
We are so grateful that we get to have relationship with you and God of the universe. Thank you that you love us so much that you speak intimately to each of us. Lord God, may you speak to all of us personally today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now friend, go find your verse. Go claim it, go live it, and go speak it.